Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome once again to 10 Minutes in the Field. Last week, we finished up the show with uh, a quote from Brian, John 4, 24. And uh, just talking about the fact that those who worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. But it's also very true that we cannot do this alone. And uh, today we're going to be talking about accountability. But just to give you a brief background, Brian and I have become very good friends. I'm the good part, he's the friend part. We met uh, about two years ago in Africa, and uh, I watched his relationship with uh, with Eric, and I knew I wanted a friendship. I knew I wanted a friend who would be able to walk with me, who would be able to hold me accountable in the, in the most difficult parts of our Christian work. And uh, when Brian traveled back to back to his home, I do remember meeting with him and uh, just going over this and saying, would you like to be my friend? I think we were having breakfast at one point when I made such a request. He never gave me an answer. I traveled back to Uganda and I remember making the very first time, first time call with him. And I asked him this question again, to which he said, of course. And I remember I was very, very glad I met a very good friend that day. And uh, one of the things that really got me going, I was afraid when it comes to just sharing the deepest secrets of our Christian work. I was really afraid, but he went first and shared what was going on in his life. And I always tell people I was glad that at that point I was wearing my earphones and there was no one around me. And I remember in that conversation I went ahead and shared with him some of the challenges I was facing in my work. And since then we've become very good friends. I talk to Brian almost every day. Every time I hang up I'm thinking, wow, that was a blessing. That was a blessing. And my prayer is that each one of us will find a friend who we can talk to on a daily basis. I think it's Hebrews 13.3 that says, Exhort one another daily for as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. I think it's important that we have someone who exhorts us, someone who encourages us. And actually, right now, you guys may not know this, but I'll just, I'll just uh, give you a snapshot. We're working on a, a project. It's a workbook that we're putting together, Brian and I and Eric and a couple of other friends, Andy Brown, we have Chad on the list, we have Joe, uh, Racy, we're working on a project, we're calling this No Dull Moment. And what we want to do is put together a couple of lessons, maybe four, and uh, so that every young man everywhere can be able to have someone they work with, with accountability. Brian, once again, you're welcome to the show. Thank you, it's, it's good to be back. Awesome. Now, just share with us. Uh, I know from you were telling us a story last week. When that ended, uh, how how did you get so passionate about accountability? What happened? Well, accountability is what um, restored my life, restored my family, restored my walk with God. Because um, when I I think I mentioned the last time about a groaning moment in thinking. Mm and coming up with living in God and truth 60 seconds at a time. And then it transitioned to me really humbly serving God. And in doing that, my um, wife had started to recognize this this change back to the man that she originally had married mm. uh, versus the man uh, I had become during this period of time in my life where I wasn't really uh, walking with God. and. Um, I'll never forget the day when she walked up to me and asked me to come home mm. again and lead the family. Mm. And it had everything to do with the fact that... So ladies and gentlemen, something interesting just happened. While we're talking about Brian's wife, Kathy, she just walked into the house 
and uh, I stopped Brian right in the middle of his course and said, you know what, we want to be able to hear from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Please tell us, what happened that day when you asked him to come back home and be the family leader once again? Mm, okay, so I can't say that it was that day. It was a, pr- it was a process um, that I was working through, um, praying very hard through. And um, I remember just trying to keep surrendering to the Lord that, you know, anytime that I, we, we went through a lot of counseling, um, individually I did and together. And I remember some days counseling was so hard and I would leave and be like, forget it. It's just over. It's not going to work. It just, I can't do it. And I think he felt the same a lot of time, but I remember every time I would go home and I would pray and the Lord just kept revealing the same word, persevere, 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 and I will reward you both. And so, you know, you've heard that thing, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's kind of where I was at, you know, and I just kept um, trusting, trusting the Lord and thinking about our family and our children and what a beautiful thing if we could make it work. And so that day, um, the reason that I asked him back is because the Lord had told me that I don't need to trust Brian, I needed to trust him. And so through that, um, I was able to ask him back and it's just been better than ever. So yeah, I'm really proud to be his wife. Amen. Amen. Brian, you were telling us how accountability was able to play a very big role in all of this. Could you please just share with us? Because she did have her thought process of what was going on. Right. And asking God to just work in both your lives to not trust Brian, but to trust God. But God was doing a work in you through the company of other men or another man. Yeah, Yeah. it was, um, I mean, as you just heard, I mean, God restored my family. Hmm. Uh, I didn't restore it. God restored it. And it came from us submitting to his authority. I remember my oldest son Mm. said the turning point in his own faith was when he started seeing me love his mom again. Mm. And it was such a, it was such a really amazing moment for me that what led up to that were, was that accountability. Mm. Um, I had a group of men um, that I was surrounded with that I'd met through mis- the mission field. Mm. I'd met them actually for the first time in the Dominican Republic. Mm. And they were my neighbors here at home and I didn't even realize that. Mm. Um, and, you know, one of the parts of accountability was uh, from James 5, Verse 16, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another Mm. that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power Mm. as it is working. Mm. And we all know Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron and Mm. one man sharpens another. Mm. And this group of men that I was around, we we lived that out day by day. And what's important, I I formed a, 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 a friendship that, I don't even know how to describe, and I'm actually starting to see that friendship forge in, in you and I. Mm. And um, this friendship with a with a gentleman by the name of Eric Nori, um, we had a moment when um, 
when I was living apart from my family, uh, where he came over to my house and he had written out his testimony. Mm. Literally, he wrote on a piece of paper everything that God knows. Mm. Not everything that he knows or his wife knows or his closest friend knows. Everything that he thinks God knows about mm. him. Mm. All the good, all the bad, and all the ugly. Mm. And then he read it to me. And then we burned that paper. And then I did the same to him. Mm. Not as direct, but I did the same to him. Mm. And so there's very little that we don't know about each other. And it started with that trust mm. and that truth of who we really are without God. Mm. I understand that today we both can look back and appreciate what accountability has meant um, in our families. But today we're meant to talk about accountability with gentlemen. What would be your advice, Kathy, when it comes to the ladies, how, how do you do it? Because the assumption is it's happening. But how important is it with the ladies? Would you give us a lady's perspective to accountability, please? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's more difficult for women. Mm. You know, they say men are prideful, but I think women were just as prideful. Mm. And um, we like to protect our family. Mm. And so it's much harder for us to be real about maybe some struggles that we're having with our spouse or our children. Um, we like to put on the air that everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And to find, and girls can be catty, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, just not always the nicest. <laughs> so that makes you even more hesitant to be real. Mm -hmm. So when you find somebody that you can be real with, it's such a gift. Um, I don't believe that we have quite the same struggles, mm -hmm. men and women, um, but it is, it's just so nice to be able to call somebody that you trust and be able to be real and know that they're going to pray with you and give you some truth that may not always be fun or, you know, can be painful, but, um, you know, I have that, I don't have such a group as Brian, but I have a few very close friends and my mom has always been just so wise and just a beautiful soul so awesome. right that was kathy and brian robinson sharing their story with us on 10 minutes in the field the good news is we'll have them again next week kathy and brian are part of an awesome team of guys that support the ministry here uh, in rwanda and i would like to encourage you if you'd like to support the ministry of world of life here in rwanda kindly visit www.give dot wol dot org slash location slash Rwanda and this link is in the description below hope to see you next week bye bye